right, we are back. Terry and Gary's Low Expectations Podcast, episode 70-something. We're not, yeah. we're not even sure. <laughs> track. Yeah, yeah. That's how we roll. But we got uh, we got Rhino in the house today. Uh, we're happy to see Rhino back uh, right, right. on the show, on, on his show. And, uh, of course, today's <laughs> guest is uh, actor, Georgia Bulldogs fan, artist, Stephen Vining. How you doing? Oh, look at that. There it is. There's a shirt. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get that out of the real quick since you beat my Wolverines, and I figure I might as well just uh, go ahead and give you your due with the uh, national championship and everything. So You know, I didn't think about that with, with you um, being up in Michigan. You know, when I left Detroit uh, at your convention, um, the whole airport, Michigan, Michigan State, uh, everybody, um, but yeah, I didn't think about that, so I, I apologize. But that was oh, man, I, it was just great to be Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. Any, anybody beats Alabama, I'm happy with that. Yeah, you know, and 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 uh, you know, we're not sore losers, but it was a great season, and you know, at least you get to uh, you know experience and celebrate the uh, victory. You know, so it's a big accomplishment. You know, to win yeah. the national championship, but to beat Alabama too. So, yeah, and. Thinking about that, uh, the last time they actually won was the year before I was born. Yeah, it was so, like, uh, it, something like that. 80, yeah. yeah 1980, so they yeah. a long haul, so it's, yeah. it's about time. Hey, long so that's, time. A, that's the first time in my life I've seen it. <laughs> guys don't win it, or the Tide don't win it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Likewise. Deal with all the rest of them. Oh, just so, uh, you know, Gary, the way he started off, Stephen, uh, you know, he makes it seem like I just bail on the show. Last week, I had some important things to do. I had to save. I have a little marina up here in Monroe, Michigan on Lake Erie, and um, I have a couple boats that stay in during the wintertime, and and, uh, Mother Nature, you know, she always wins, so (laughs) she, uh, the wind was blowing out of the west, so it was blowing all the water out. And then the temperatures drop. So I have these de-icers. They're like bubblers. And they're like yeah. a little fan blade. So if the water drops, and if they're sticking out of the water, they freeze up. And they're like seven, $800 each, depending <laughs> on the horsepower. So uh, so I'm trying to save those. I was, I was going from 10 o'clock the night before, all through the night, battling it. you know, And then I'd have to shut them off. And then the whole marina would freeze over. And I'd have to turn them on just to get it to fall. So yeah, it was like I literally finished up about five thirty the next night, and uh, right after our podcast, I go, Gary, I can jump on, but I'll be on the docks, and and I'm tying on new bubblers and stuff. <laughs> and I look at my hey. five thirty. I'm like, damn, I missed it. So I'm no, not as big of a delinquent as Gary may may uh, get out. There. I didn't know that I thought the Manny Petty schedule was on at four o'clock on Thursday. It was a life threatening uh, situation. I'm sorry. <laughs> the team helped you. We did the hands on the podcast by knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's okay. Uh, the picture was the, the day after. So. <laughs> well, I, I actually messaged him maybe like 30 minutes ago. Like, uh, Hey, are we in the same time zone? Because I had moved to Chicago a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, Detroit. I, I couldn't exactly remember, so I was like, oh, okay, we're in the same time zone. <laughs> like, I didn't want to show up late either. We've had that happen before. I was it? I forgot. Somebody came on like 
three hours earlier or something. I was like trying to get on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it happens. Yeah, they were out in uh, California. Yeah. Hey, Rita Doobie wants to say hi. I don't know if you remember Rita. She hey, Rita. I remember Rita. Uh, yeah. Up here in Monroe. I love y'all's little city. I wish I had more time to explore uh, when I was up there. Because um, like you were speaking about being right off the lake uh, in the marina, I wish I had gotten to see more of that area of Monroe. Yeah. Yeah, Monroe, there's a, it's a historic town. And, you know, I love Monroe. I've been here over three years now. I won't see how long I've been here. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've been, uh, I would guess, as long as you've been with Ford. I've been here 50 years, as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Wow. Born and raised. Gary's, uh, Gary's been here. Patrick wants to say, hey, wait, Terry made it today? Right. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. We're not, we're not piling on Rhino today. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's not cool. Hey, well, when the shell's happy. Thank you. She, she saw you here last week, and she just abandoned ship. She just logged right off. So, right, right. We stick around today in the show. And uh, oh, she missed you. Major show I didn't do. You're a genius. Thank you. He knows. So, so Steve, um, The Walking Dead. I mean, is that would you consider that your 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 biggest uh, your biggest thing? Your your hardest thing? What is, what is it? I mean, I know you spend a lot of time in makeup and. Yeah, I mean, I would say as far as acting, um, I mean, I've always been a creative person and I've kind of taken adventures. Like I started out in music. I worked in studios for a while. Um, I put out some records on record labels and then I got into acting. And as far as the acting career, I would say Walking Dead, Guardians, that that kind of was the peak of where I was hitting. Um and I kind of hit a wall. I wanted to go a little further. Um, but as I was aging, I was also not wanting to put on that much makeup consistently. I mean, it, like, I do love it, but it does require, like, a lot a lot of love. Um, and it's something that I would do... Uh, for particular performances, but I, I, I'm very much more involved in the aspect of doing it for the performance rather than, you know, like the, the monetary value of it. You've done most of the most iconic, you know, Walker scenes, most of the, most of the ones that you see emotion, you know, in the Walker and the zombie. And it seems like they usually picked you to do those scenes. Like when Glenn, you know, is walking away and you, but behind mm-hmm. the everyone's, you know, eating what's left of Glenn. Yeah, uh, luckily, I I kind of lucked out with a lot of that. Um, like, there's a couple of guys before me, like in the earlier seasons, Kevin Gilbreth and Coleman Humans, and even after me, Alex Hill, is uh, he's very prolific. Uh, they use him a lot now. Um, there's certain, it, they tend to know who's there to perform rather than you know who and and those guys and and gals kind of get more of those uh those those walkers per se i think but uh it, it also is just a look of the draw like I, the glenn when you spoke of i remember getting that call and it was supposed to be somebody else but they couldn't show up so it turned out to be me um so it could it could, it could technically be anybody it's luck of the draw sometimes. I just happen to be 
always available. So anytime they called me, I was like, yes, I'll be there. You know, <laughs> that, that's what Ryan always says. Always bring your wrestling gear. Always be ready. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Bring your wrestling gear. Be be prepared. Yeah. So you never know when you're going to be needed. Hey, uh, Patrick Mendez wants to know, Stephen, how long uh, was makeup? Do you walk? I'm sure it, it probably been, uh, you know. Yeah. As far as like, if it's just like my face, um, usually neck because they'll have everything else covered up. It would take hour, hour and a half. Um, but I was also a lot like full bodied makeup. And those can take anywhere from, you know, three hours to uh, I've sat for like four, four and a half hours for makeup. Um, I'm, I'm talking getting there at 430 in the morning and you're just getting done at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. to go shoot for at 930 to catch that light. You know, you would make up the rest of the day then. I mean, you spend the rest of your. Uh, if you don't film everything, yeah, you're going to go to lunch and you're going to eat in it and yeah. come back and do it all again. <laughs> no, no. But how long does it take to get out of the makeup? Obviously, not as long as to it's get in. It's quicker. <laughs> yeah, it's quicker. And uh, it usually, we're all impatient at that time, too. So we're just get it off. But, uh, yeah. You know, they take alcohol and this, uh, as, as, I don't know what the other thing is, but they, they dissolve it, uh, the glue and everything, and it just peels off. Um, and it usually can take, like, a face 15, 20 minutes, and then you just wash up. But, like, you know, a whole body, half hour, you know. Yeah. 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 Now, you, you're in Georgia, right? Is there some there's some local restaurants? I'm sure. Now, you guys ever get bored and go into the local restaurant and eat your uh, eat your lunch there, uh, dressed in full zombie or anything, or just uh, you, know, <laughs> you, you you had to stay on set? I'm you sure. know, well, for the most part, we do have to stay on set. They they try not to let you leave uh, in full makeup. However, I actually do have two stories where they I lucked out. Um, I worked a special Halloween event. And uh, I got to go home and make up. And I came home and I hid under the trampoline uh, and scared the living daylights out of my nieces uh, when they came home. And then I worked a rap party in downtown Atlanta where I took the, the, the cast and crew took photos with me. And when I got off, I had to walk back to the hotel in the Omni in downtown Centennial Park, Atlanta. And I'm just walking around with an umbrella trying to hide from people taking pictures and in full walker gear. And the best thing is when I got to the hotel, I going up to my room, I hit the elevator button and it opens up and you just see two people and they're just like, oh, uh, and I'm like, oh, is this makeup. And they were like, uh, they were traveling here from Dallas and they were like, well, we actually came to visit for The Walking Dead. And I was like, I actually, <laughs> I'm on The Walking Dead. So it was a weird, weird occurrence. But yeah. it was only two times I got to leave with makeup. Yeah. You got uh, Nichelle said that she saw you as a zombie. And when you first saw yourself in full makeup, were you terrified? You're, as you hear yourself seeing it, did you think, wow. That's an interesting question. Yes. Uh, I think what it made me realize is what I will look like when I'm really old and, and decaying. <laughs> um, it's kind of scary because, yeah, because they build off the contours of your face, your cheekbones and, you know, and I already, I'm, I'm skinny. I already have that. So 
for them to build and exaggerate that even more on me, uh, it was kind of, it, it took me back the first few times. Um, but it was also, I kind of came to fall in love with it because I could look different so many different ways. Like it was like, they're, they're, they can make one person look like a thousand different people, you know? Yeah. That's how talented their makeup department is. So you're, so you're saying that he and Rhino couldn't be zombies and couldn't be walkers. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we would show up no. for makeup and Gary, they would say, you guys are good. Yeah. You guys are no, good. They would just, what they would do with you guys is you just got bit. Okay. You, ha- right. you haven't had time to wither away and decay or right. you haven't had bits fall off. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, got, you guys are freshly off. turned. <laughs> um as far as being a actor and a uh you know performer and all that and an artist a lot of artists they also um you know like the the uh writing part and other parts of you know um a business like that uh, the entertainment business do you have any uh um do you write anything do you uh i know you said you were into painting was it Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I paint. I, I'm just a creative person. I paint. I I've actually written a novella, but it I need to edit it, and it's a it's a long term project. Um, but yeah, I do write. I write shorts. Um, I would like to get more into actually filming them. Um, but yeah, right now lately I've been working on a lot of uh, just uh, pen and ink art and um but that's really been my focus as far as art right now and i'm, I'm still uh, interested in acting as well but uh it's kind of t- with what i went through last year it's the physical I'm, I'm still healing a little bit so i i just you know taking my time getting back into physical roles like that right right you want to get back into then more uh more acting and Oh, definitely. I still want to act and, and, and write like, as, as Rhino asked, like, I want to write, I want to make, uh, more shorts. I kind of want to go, go more in that direction and act outside of makeup a little bit more. Um, if I can get those opportunities, uh, I would, I would definitely do that. We got a, go ahead. Oh, cause, uh, now I, I'm not as, uh, um, I'm not as familiar with, um, uh, you know, like acting and stuff, but like in wrestling in certain companies, um, you can wrestle and then you can do stuff behind the scenes, whether mm-hmm. it's creative or, you know, producing a match or whatever, but like, uh, companies like WWE, either you're a producer, you know, you could be a former wrestler, but they don't like to mix both, you know, mm-hmm. um, now, are there, is it similar in, you know, in the entertainment business? Like, you know, some companies you can only act and or you can act and direct or is it just or help uh, with this scene or that scene behind the scenes and then act in that scene? Um, do they do that in Hollywood or is it certain films, certain directors will allow that or certain companies? I think, will? Yeah, that's that's a very good question. I think that. um when it comes to big budget, like Marvel, um, big Hollywood um, uh, TV, 
anything with millions uh, behind it. Um, they want to compartmentalize you. They, it's as you said, they 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 want actor, producer, writer. I mean, it's to the point that there's a person reading the script to make sure words are said correctly and you, it's very compartmentalized however you can be on that set and something can happen where they'll move you and adjust you and see like okay you were in this department but you you can work really well here so where it does tend to be with big budget more compartmentalized you can find your space easier in a way Okay. But I would say as far as now independent funded movies and and I I think uh you have much more freedom to to join as a group like you know like when we filmed Itch in New York we had a six person crew there was a director uh uh a sound person and a few actors and we were all out there switching like okay, you get the camera this for this shot, you hold the lights for this. Everybody was working as a cohesive group doing everything. Yeah. So I think you tend to find that more in the independent world, but um, that's been my experience with it. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, Patrick wants to know if you can give Terry any advice if he was to come in the ring as a zombie. I saw this. Um, how do you normally come into the ring? Uh, slow like a zombie. <laughs> like a man. Uh, the only advice I give you then is just loose. <laughs> That's it. When we went through zombie school, all Greg ever told us was, imagine basically you're walking home at 2 a.m., having a good night out, and you're somehow going to get there. It might not be a straight line. <laughs> but. And just keep your muscles loose, but yeah, I mean, you probably don't need any advice. <laughs> no, I, I I remember this is probably about three or four years ago when I was with WWE, and uh, Roman Reigns uh, said, "Yeah, someone came up to him when he was down in NXT. You know, nobody walks to the uh, ring cool and slow, you know, and and this and that." And he goes, "Well, I'll do it." <laughs> I was running to the ring. And I'm like, well, I wish someone would have said that to me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's why, that's why he walks to the ring the way he does. So I'm kind of, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to jump on that bandwagon and start doing that too, Roman. So now the, now the WWE just did a whole zombie thing just a few months ago, where zombies actually came out of the crowd and tried to oh, really eat the Miz and John Morrison. Oh, okay. Was that part of? Uh, what was that part of? They were promoting something. I forget what it was. They okay. must have had a tie into one of the movies or one of the deals they do. So, okay. Don would Don would remember. Oh, right. speaking of which, I got to talk to you about. You guys got to hold on one second. My cat is busting my door down, so I have to let my cat in. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you just wanted to show us that national championship. I'm on. Yeah, one more time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, he does not want to be outside of this room right now. So. I was telling Gary, you just wanted to get up so you could show us your shirt again. <laughs> oh yeah, well, hey, wear it with pride. Wear it with yeah, pride. I've, got, I've got another one, so I've yeah. got two. <laughs> doing a quick change. There's only one wardrobe today, so. Michelle mm-hmm. <laughs> said, "No way, Rhino would need makeup. He's far too handsome to be a walker." Well, oh, he you. does wear makeup. I do. 
Ah, no, no, no. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> you know, where, you know where is we're going? Because, hey. When you're in the ring, you don't wear makeup or nothing. When you're on the no, bright lights, no, no. they never gave you makeup in WWE or something. To... No, no, just on Saturday nights. I mean, uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Yeah. Uh, Brad, <laughs> Brad Raskies, what was Steven's favorite role? As a, I'm guessing as a walker, what was your, or maybe a, a, overall, what was your favorite role? Um, my favorite role, the, the my favorite walker was probably the where I Glenn and Abraham's brains and just because of the experience on set that day, but because I, I actually ignored a rule and it was the first time in my acting career where I did something I wasn't supposed to do and it worked out and they kept it. Um, so I'm very proud of that day. But do you remember the insurance man, Walker, the one in the, the, who's locked in the office? Yeah, he was in the uh, office. Yeah, and he had, he had scribbled a message to, to humanity. Um, that, that one, that stuck with me actually for, for quite some time after I did it. Um, that was the first kind of acting experience that I actually carried away, um, a piece of it with me and the Grimsdyke. Um, Tribute Walker, which was barely in there in season five. I think it's the episode, yeah, when Tyrese is passing away and they're carrying him away. I'm the, the old old man Grimsdyke Walker following him. And uh, I was uh, that that one as well. So those were probably my top three. Yeah, that goes there. What was the rule you broke? Oh, um, so they were filming. The shot, I'm supposed to come up and dip my hands. I'm supposed to drop and put my hands in. But it was a long shot, and I was supposed to stop my hands right before I put them in the in the fake blood because they didn't want to have to wash my hands off for the second take. And they were going to do a turnaround and have a front-facing camera on me sticking my hands in. But... On the second take, I did it wrong the first time, and they cleaned me off, and they told me not to do it. And I just thought when I was walking up to it on the second take, I was like, that's just going to look stupid if I just stop. So I remember talking to the makeup artist, and I was like, I told him, I was like, I'm going to do this again. And he was like, don't worry about it. I'll clean it up. If anybody else is you, I'll clean it up. And... I did it and no one yelled cut and I kept doing it for another 10 seconds and then yelled cut. And then Kevin came running out and he was like, all right, you weren't supposed to do that, but they like it. So we're moving on. And that, and we were done for the day. So that was kind of like the first moment where I realized like when you're acting, you should give the director their vision and, and honor that. But there should be at least one take where you honor yours and let them choose because they're the director, but at least have two or three different takes for them to choose from. Don't do the same thing in every take. So Give them one for you, one for them. And that was the day I decided. 
No, I would imagine Terry in, in wrestling, you'd have to take in risks as far as like you know, you maybe tried something different or something, or you weren't supposed oh, to. Yeah, you know, a lot of times you have your freedoms. You know, I mean, certain things you can and can't do because you know, um, you know, and Gary, you're you're learning this. You know, when wrestling, um, you know, when you have an hour show, a two hour show, um, you don't want to see um, in the first match what someone might do in the last match. So. Um, a lot of times they'll just say nobody uses a chair. Um, nobody use, uh, you know, um, this move. Um, and a lot of times when other people have uh, moves, you try not to um, use their moves, you know, out of respect. So, you, you know, like a director or something like that doesn't necessarily have to tell you. Um, uh, but you kind of know. And, and out of respect, they don't uh, overuse your moves. Um but, yeah, there's a lot of times, but sometimes, you know, like you said, if you feel it, you know, like you're not supposed to grab the microphone, I would I would just go out and grab it, you know, and, <laughs> and especially on live events. You know, TV, it's a little more strict, but, um, yeah, I figured, you know what, I'll do it until someone tells me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it worked, and, uh, and I was able to get comfortable, you know, so – it's kind of like a rehearsal for you guys, you know, like our live events, you know, in front of people, that was like our rehearsal. So when we look at the TV, you know, they're like, Hey, this guy's doing this and it's really working. Let's do it on TV. You know? So guy or girl. Yeah. And David Matheny said, heck yeah, he's made it to the show. Maybe my, maybe the first time, right, Dave? No. Uh, let's see. Uh, how can we see photos of those original Spider-Man? That's a, uh, Original art from a comic book, Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, it's actually in a strip club, so I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> you don't see that very often in a Spider-Man comic, but yeah, it's Mark Bagley art. So yeah, there's that. Gary, did you change your office around? I flipped the computer around. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I flipped the computer around because, uh, I don't know, we got, we've seen Tony Dorsett for about, I don't know, two or three years. So I flip him around and now we're going to see the other wall. Okay. You know, change it up a little bit. Hey, uh, Stephen, what was the best advice I'm going to give you that you still use today? Is there anything that stands out in particular? Uh, best advice. Um, I'll say something from my grandma. She always told me to let people surprise you. Yeah. And that's, that's been very valuable to me is even when I find sometimes that I might be meeting people that might have rubbed me the wrong way initially or I might think I might not uh, agree with or something like just give it time, let them surprise you. One day you might be surprised and find out your best friends. I don't know. My grandma always told me that and it stuck with me. So. <laughs> Grandmas are wise. Yes. Uh, David liked that perspective. I think that was back to the when you were talking about the the Glenn part. So it came up right around then. Uh, Shell wants to know how many seasons have you been a zombie? Um, four. Uh, season five through nine. Through nine. That's a long Sorry. time. Is that do do they generally stick around that long? I mean, is that a um, I mean, there's a few walkers, like I'm sure Kevin Galbraith probably still goes and does one walker a year or a season, um, maybe more. Um, 
there's a few guys that'll they'll use every and girls uh they'll use um every year uh one or two people but um usually you max out <laughs> at like three three years um you start doing other stuff it's a very physically tolling job um but yeah uh I don't know. I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I, I, I love do it all the time. Before you answer that next question, has anybody given you advice that's really stuck with you? Family member, co-worker? Who? No, I'm just asking you because Brad had that question. Oh, yeah. It has, like in work or, you know, or in life or and nothing nothing that's really stuck with me i don't know oh really it walks like a duck it quacks like a duck it's probably a duck. <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget my dad uh he told me he goes if you want to eat you work you don't work you don't eat and i like to eat so <laughs> and then uh um he, he told me he goes one day because uh when i was a kid i i bought a pair of bo jackson and i was it was my first job on, you know, I had paper routes, but uh, I was busting tables and I bought a pair of Bo Jackson Nike shoes and they were great, right? My first Nikes. And uh, he goes, how much did you pay for them? I go, $95. He shook his head. I go, with all due respect. And I said it in a respectful way. I go, I worked for this money. He goes, one day you'll learn the value of a dollar. And he was not, <laughs> he was not lying. Yeah. As yeah. Gary, most of my clothes are free. <laughs> right I, I hear you man i hear you yeah. <laughs> that flops and free <laughs> right <laughs> let's see what we got uh, also drew game perspective uh mm -hmm. Rhino, do you still talk to wwe talent if so uh, yeah. Every show often. yeah she wants to see new day on the show so mm -hmm. xavier and kofi i believe and biggie mm -hmm. yeah next week no <laughs> now um now, have you ever have you always lived in uh, Georgia, or are you born and raised? No, I was born in Augusta, Georgia, and okay. I moved up here to Atlanta in 2004. I lived here until 2019. I moved to Chicago until January of last year. I moved back. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I've pretty much been – well, I lived – I spent a year in North Carolina when I was a kid okay. um, around the Durham area. But I'm pretty much a Georgia boy and a couple of years in Chicago. That's about it. Yeah. Now, how did you like Chicago? How did you like the winners? Uh, honestly, I loved Chicago. Um, when I moved to Atlanta in 2004, I was leaving to move to a big city. And I kind of grew up on that 1980s, uh, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere uh, idea. So I just wanted to move to a big city out of high school. And then I realized I could not afford <laughs> to move to New York City. So I moved to Atlanta. But Atlanta still wasn't the big city that I wanted. And when I got older, um, I realized that was just something I wanted to do. Yet I still could not afford New York City. Right. So I went to Chicago <laughs> and I loved it. Um, I loved everything about Chicago. I would still be there if it weren't for that winter. 
Um, Answer your question. That was, it was, I mean, I grew up, I, if I don't ever see snow again, like, good, good on snow. Just two seasons in Chicago. Never want to see it again. <laughs> uh, we we so, the flops and, and shorts up here in snow. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of my life, I will be inching closer and closer to the equator. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you retire you live up north you put a shovel on your uh, on the top of your roof you drive south until somebody says what's that they don't know what a shovel is that's where you stop and that's where you live <laughs> that's a good question right there actually uh i just saw this what's the best barbecue in atlanta oh, yeah, david um right down the street from me actually look up ford's barbecue um it's in a suburb right outside of atlanta called tucker and then um Oh man, what is that one spot that's down on the south side? Um, I don't know. The type go to Google and type in that, and it it won't steer you wrong. <laughs> uh, Brad loves Georgia. Has some of the best food he's ever tasted. I love Southern food. I missed. Uh, I would, that was one thing I missed in Chicago. I when mm -hmm. I first moved up there, I was looking for a pimento cheese, like the spread on a sandwich. No, no one knew what I was talking about. <laughs> it was like not in the stores, and I'm like, ah. So you like the food, right? Because uh, I mean, my wife Dawn said that you and your mom was it did like a food, like a food tour or something. What, what was that about? Um, well, through when I when I got out of the hospital and I was healing, um, I had to eat, man. <laughs> like I had to gain a lot of weight back, and I mean, I this this is me putting on 30 pounds in eight months. Um, so yeah, we were just going through all around Atlanta, Southern, Southern food. And um, that, that you just made me think of another one too, is called, uh, it's, it's about North Lake mall. Um, Fork in the road. Very good soul food and barbecue. That sounds like a good barbecue joint. Fork in the road. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Rhino, but you you go you 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 wrestled in Atlanta area before, right? Oh yeah, several times. Do you think stick out down there about about Atlanta when you're down there? You get tired um, at all? We used to. I, I started going down there in '95 for WCW when we were doing uh, TV tapings at Center Stage, and then um, uh, the Ramada. I remember the Ramada at the uh, by the airport. That's where we'd stay most of the time. Um, as far as places to eat, no, not really. But yeah, I've always had fun wrestling. Uh, Macon, Georgia, wrestled there. Yeah, it's hot, so. but wrestling down there. Yeah, yeah, in that in uh, Georgia. Yeah, so I've always had fun in Georgia. So. Traveling anywhere over forty has an underlying perspective of needing good food. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing lying. Uh, Stephen always posts. Your, uh, Rita said your post always made her hungry. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can imagine. I I always hated to uh, beat one of those people too. Like it was like, oh, all he does is post pictures of cats and food. And that's basically what I've become. But um, I mean, hey, man. What's wrong with that? You're I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy when I eat. And yeah. <laughs> it's all them. Hey, Terry's gone. <laughs> Yeah, you will know him. I'm glad. I, I see you. You look great. You sound great. Uh, I know you went through some stuff, so 
if you want to tell any of your fans uh, how you're going, how everything's going now, and how you're doing, and uh, what you got on the horizon, plug some stuff. Uh, we'll we'll wrap it up here pretty soon. So, all right, yeah. yeah I mean, really, I'm it's back. just uh, <laughs> hey, um, yeah. No, I don't don't really have anything to say other than you know, thanks for having me. I know we had planned to do this back in April, but you know things happened and I'm glad that, you know, you're still here for me, still a bro. And yeah, well, of course, brother. Uh, we're all, yeah, that's, that's all, all, all I really have to say, man. Um, I don't really have anything to promote. Um, I'm going to, I will soon, I'm going to be doing art and I'm trying to get stuff into galleries and, um, I've got a movie, um, itch that's directed by matt cochran that is going around circuits right now um i don't know when it's wide release will be it's a short film but um i'm very proud of that and i i can't wait till i can share it with with more people um but other than that yeah i'm just thankful to be here and talking to you guys do you have any social media and stuff where people can find you and follow you and stuff? Uh, actually no uh, um after I am uh I have Facebook. Um I have a Facebook page on Facebook, but I don't do uh Instagram or or uh Twitter or anything like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're like me. I don't uh yeah, I have a hard time logging on to this site. <laughs> yeah, I just got to a point where um for me self promotion I, I very much love, like I realize that's something we all have to do, but it's it, it's taxing on my personality. So um, it's just best for me to keep that at, at bay and find different uh, avenues of, of sharing. Right, right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Steve. It was great talking to you. You look great. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you again real soon. And yeah, thanks, Gary. I'll definitely be in touch. And uh, it's nice to meet you, man. And great to meet you. Yeah, we're we'll doing checking yeah. out more of your work as soon as I sign off here. So for sure, right, we'll see. You. Yeah, we'll see you back in Monroe. We'll have to take you out on the boat. Yeah, oh, you if you invite me, I'll be there. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll go. All right, take it easy. That was Stephen Vining of The Walking Dead. Everybody, so uh, happy to have him. It was good to see him. Great to talk to him. Uh, yeah, really good. He's, yeah, he's doing great. So yeah, yeah, yeah. down in Atlanta, man. Atlanta, it is a big city, you know. Yeah. But I understand what he was talking about, like New York and and uh, you know Chicago could be a little more uh, more intimidating as a bigger city. Expressway. You you ever drive down there? You drive down there at all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It can get pretty congested. Yeah. I, a couple times I've went through there. I said, You're right, Brad. The trafway, the expressway. Oh my goodness, uh, that was pretty bad. And uh, we got we got some stuff to promote too. We got something coming up here in February, right? Yeah, February seventeenth. IWR. IWR nine. St. Valentine's Day Mayhem. The Night yeah. of Champions. Yes, the Night of Champions. We're gonna crown the tag team champions and the uh, world heavyweight champion. Right, and so far we've announced that uh, Trey Miguel is going to defend his United States Championship against Rohit. Yes, oh, and that's, that's nice. great. And yep. uh, the the tag team titles are going to be up for uh, for grabs too with uh, you and Heath 
teaming yeah. up against DTA. Yes. yes. Johnny Bravo in their corner. Yes, Johnny Bravo is going to be in their corner. So. We haven't announced the uh, heavyweight world championship match yet. I'm sure we'll do that real soon. Yeah, this week. So Sometime this week. Or by the weekend. Yep. So, but everything's going good. We can't wait. The tickets are sold out in the first row. Second row is going almost gone. So, if you guys want VIP, you got some second row left, third row, some third row left. Uh, com backslash IWR9. Uh, I advise you to get on there and get those tickets. It's going to be a great night. All three belts will be up. All three titles. Uh, it's just going to be. It's going to be amazing. Oh, and Michelle said, "Do a gun show for Leva." We're not leaving. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, this is in a, a tournament. This is the one match takes all. So it's uh, the matches are figured out of uh, you know by points and stuff like that, and wins and all that stuff from the prior year. So yeah, they, and, and even know. if it's and even if it's not an IWR, I mean, it could be wins and. Right, right, exactly. Not, not just in IWR. So overall performance and stuff. So, but yeah, those those titles will be uh, in circulation. They're great. We've got a lot of good fan uh, uh, um, fan interaction or fan um, uh, feedback. Yes, you know the the titles. So, yeah, thanks, David. We uh we appreciate you coming on. We we try to we try to come up every week. Get some a little, a little bit different every week there. And the, right. shows, the titles do look good. And I think they do too. I'm really impressed with how they came out. Yes, for sure. For sure. So hopefully uh, um, uh, Heath, Heath Slater and I were first ever SmackDown live tag team champions. Hopefully we can capture that magic again. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, IWR, hopefully we'll be able to grow and uh, start running shows in different towns. So, but we'll always run every six weeks. Um, in uh, Monroe, so yep. yeah, VIP is that's a great building. It is really, yeah. And that awesome. last show was off the hook. Yeah, that was that was pretty amazing. Yeah, it's the house of insanity. Gonna... What's that? House of Insanity. House of Insanity, baby. Yeah, I was just watching some wrestling earlier today, some uh, ECW stuff on YouTube, and uh, um. That night, Sandman came back to the arena. Did I ever send you that clip? I was in the ring. No. I'm going to send that to you, and if you could, post it, you know. Right. Yeah, maybe we'll post it like extreme, uh, uh, insane, uh, you know, memory, something like that on the ICW or yeah. IWR uh, page. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching an old TNA Impact match. Me and Don were just watching one. It was you and... Oh uh, man, I can think of what it was now. Abyss. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was it was it was Abyss and Raven for the championship, and then at the end, I mean, tax everywhere, doors being everything's being broken, and then you I came in the end and you came up in the end and you speared Raven. Yeah, <laughs> Raven. I just, that was my debut. Yeah. Was it your debut there? Yeah, that was my debut. Yeah, what a way to come in. Right, that was August of 2005 at the pay per view. 17 years ago, almost. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man. Just Gary. Perspective. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Holy cow. I don't know much about Abyss, but every time I've seen him wrestle, man, that guy is 
It was crazy. Yeah. No, but, you know, if you just think about it, in 05, if you backtrack 17 years from that, you know, <laughs> man, time just flies, huh? Way too so, fast. Uh, Dave how long have you been married now, Gary? 30-some years. Oh, shoot, I put you on the spot. 32 you know, years. Done. Okay. Man, you should have known that. I should have seen what she said. You should have thought think about it. Well, you guys got married, what, in 91? 91. So going on 31 years. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask you the date. (laughs) July 27th. Okay. See, there you go. So going on 31 years. Time flies. Probably if I asked Dawn that, she'd be like, no, they've been dragging out (laughs) for the last 31 years. She would also say that, oh, I remember that day. That was the yeah. last day of my life. <laughs> okay, Rhino versus Christian versus Kurt Angle is the best TNA match he's ever seen. You remember that match? Yeah, yeah. I think it went like an hour long. Really? Yeah, I think the whole thing was over an hour. Yeah. It's it's it's. I just I just marvel at how long. Rustlers can stay in the business. Yeah, the, the you know, some bodies are some bodies are built for it, and some aren't. You know, so yeah, some can take more abuse than others, and yeah, so yeah, it's something, it's something you guys must love though, because that's a that's a that's a definite beating. Yeah, well, the the good thing about it is, is uh, you know, and some some uh, some wrestlers just have passion for inside the ring. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I have passion for outside you know the the producing the booking the promoting you know and all that stuff you know so uh, you know so you you kind of know um you know and 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 you know the longevity of something like that um you know it, it, it's nice because you know it's just not your in-ring career it's the career behind the scenes too so. and dave said that it was the whole episode that match was the entire episode. Uh, David said the, it was the entire episode of the show. That match. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Chris Saban versus Trey Miguel was legendary. It was. It was It was an amazing match. I mean, if anybody hasn't seen it yet, we have it up on our YouTube page, Terry and Gary TV. We have pretty much all of our matches up with commentary from the last event from IWR8. So go check them out. Uh, we're going to get wrapped up here in this show. I, yeah, I just watched that match today. Yeah. I think yeah, what a, what a match! Yeah, and what a build too. They're yeah. just they're so talented. Saban, oh, you know, Petey was supposed to be there, but you know, he was contractually obligated with WWE, so you know, we're happy for him. And uh, you know, up until I want to say a week or week and a half before, and Saban was like, "Hey, I'm there," you know. So, I mean, it's like both of those guys are, you know, two of the best. So. Just right. I'm just putting our what our YouTube pages. They just said they're gonna check it out on YouTube. But uh, IWR nine, St. Valentine's Day mayhem. Get your tickets now. Uh, three championship title matches on the line. It's gonna be a great event. And if you if you've seen our if you've seen our shows, you know what I mean. It's it's yeah yeah. Well, plus uh, we're we're back on that nine o'clock curfew. You know, the building, usually if you go over 10 minutes, 5, 10 minutes, they don't, you know. But uh, the last one, we were over, uh, I think, 20 minutes. So. Yeah. 
it was like 9.20 when it ended. So I'm like, well, we, we blew that uh, curfew out of the, you know, sometimes you have a curfew on a building and plus during the week, you know, you want to kind of stick to that curfew. So yeah, it was a, it was a vacation. Oh yeah. It was, it was a vacation night. So no <laughs> school the next day, but uh, right, we'll, right, be back. So. we'll be back eventually. So whenever we'll, we'll, we guys keep you posted and, some Thursday coming up down the road. We'll see you guys. Yeah, I think this uh, coming up Thursday, we got to get some guys. Uh, maybe we'll have the heavyweight championship match. So Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll definitely do that. Thanks for tuning in. Terry and Gary's Low Expectations Podcast, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, I don't know, all that stuff. YouTube, Terry and Gary TV, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Have a good day. Talk to you later. We will going to go away. Oh, yeah.